Welcome to Kelly Dry's Adlo Access Podcast, and this is Simone Roach. Back in October of 2021, the FTC announced a settlement with Resident Home LLC and its CEO, Ron Reski, for deceptively advertising its Dream Cloud brand mattresses as being made with 100% USA-made materials. The administrative settlement included $753,300 in monetary redress pursuant to Section 19 of the FTC Act. And despite agreeing that Resident Home had violated the law, then-Commissioners Phillips and Wilson dissented to the settlement on the grounds that the monetary relief exceeded the Commission's authority. Full disclosure, the author of this blog post worked as an attorney advisor for Commissioner Phillips from February 2021 to October 2022. The crux of their argument was that the settlement amount went beyond any reasonable estimate of consumer damages and was instead more akin to a penalty. And as they explained, Section 19 allows the Commission to obtain refunds for consumers or the payment of damages, but expressly precludes the imposition of any exemplary or punitive damages. The majority responded with its own statement, maintaining that the settlement was within the Commission's authority and Section 19 allowed it to collect consequential damages to consumers and honest businesses. The complaint contained no details about the number of consumers or honest businesses that might have been harmed by the conduct at issue. Recently, the Commission issued a press release announcing that it had sent checks totaling nearly $45,000 to affected consumers. One need not have a particular facility with numbers to recognize the significant delta between $753,300 and $45,000. This rather paltry refund amount would seem to give credence to Commissioners Wilson and Phillips' assertion that the Commission's settlement was impermissibly punitive in nature. The press release does say that the Commission will contact another 12,300 consumers who purchased DreamCloud mattresses and may be eligible for a payment. It is unclear how these consumers may have been affected by the deceptive statements at issue, and it will be interesting to learn how many of these consumers ultimately receive compensation and in what amounts. This case illustrates the value of having minority commissioners that can provide insight into the operations of the agency and highlight areas worthy of additional scrutiny. Without Commissioners Wilson and Phillips, it will be harder for the public to evaluate the Commission's work by identifying areas where the agency may be pushing the bounds of its authority. And if you'd like more information on what you've heard on this topic, please contact Kate White, and you can find her contact details in the show notes. And also, please see our Advertising and Privacy Law Resource Centre available at kellydry.com. And please download the Adlaw Access app for Apple and Android phones available in the Apple app and Google Play stores.